You're listening to Art Bank on 95BFM. You are back with Art Bank. We're going to jump into the second interview this morning uh, discussing the work of artists showing in this Wednesday's ambient television moving image screening at the Audio Foundation. Uh, the second conversation is with Benna Jackson, another previous guest on Art Bank. Uh, Benna is a Ponicky-based artist uh, who is also a facilitator and studio artist at Meanwhile Gallery, no, PlayStation Gallery. I always get those two confused because I feel like they're like syllabically similar. Uh, at PlayStation Gallery, uh, and Benna is also studying toward a uh, MFA at Massey University. Uh, my mind is completely blank. <laughs> uh, Benna's work in the program is called Clucky, and we're going to jump into the conversation of that now. So the work uh, you're showing in ambient television is Clucky, which is the kind of video documentation of an older work. When did you film this video and what was the purpose of the video at the time? There's two things, I suppose. There's Clucky the video and there was Clucky a sculpture that I made. And um, Clucky the video came first and it was actually filmed, I was on the clock at work uh, at a job um, at Wellington Museum where at Easter time they host this thing called Clucky, uh, which originally came from the Kirkcaldy and Staines department store. And it's basically an Easter egg dispensing machine. And so we would get these shifts where half an hour at a time or an hour at a time, you would sit inside Clucky and wait for someone to drop in a coin. And then when the coin dropped, you would sort of post your Easter egg out. So the video that's being shown is actually from the real, the real deal Clucky. Um, and then later on, I sort of went and made a, a version of Clucky in the studio that was exhibited as an object. Um, basically, I was sort of fascinated by the the really like hokey sort of sim- simplistic way of making this kind of machine function and and the labour behind it. And when you filmed it at the time, was it with a an art context in mind, or was it just because you wanted to be able to show people what it was like being inside Clucky? You know, I can't actually remember. I, I think it was with it an art context in mind because uh, this is something that would happen if each year. And the first year I worked at Wellington Museum over Easter, I just was kind of like baffled by the whole thing, thought it was so funny and I was always telling people about it. And um, I kind of kept it in my head and was writing about it in my workbook at uni and um, so when it came around again, I sort of thought, like, I've got this week where Clucky's in the museum and where I'm sitting inside Clucky and I've got to record it in some way. And I, I don't think I ever thought that I would use it for anything. And to be honest, I haven't really, apart from this screening that's happening, which is quite fun. It sort of feels, um, yeah, interesting to reflect back on something I made so long ago. But um, I was mostly interested at that time in... in um, kind of ad hoc ways of making and really like sort of shoddy DIY kind of resourcefulness and and that the original Kaki had a, a you know a one of those portable CD players that you used to get um which was just kind of like banged up on the wall with a big hook and there was a CD that just looped with this chicken noise like blasting over and over again from inside 
and you could sort of hear it on the outside. And there was just like a, a table lamp that had been kind of screwed into the wall as well and a bucket on the ground and this little stool that you sat on. So those kind of the, – the way that the inside of it looked was really um, appealing to me, I guess. Um, and and then later on sort of started thinking about it as an object from a department store and the way that um, – kind of promotion and, and those interesting objects for, I don't know, Santa parades or Christmas window displays were so sort of crafted and handmade um, and bespoke to those situations and you kind of don't get that anymore. A lot of your work has those local histories uh, tied into it. You recreated the Winking Santa from Queen Street here. You did this work about the the bus station in Christchurch. And do you think of Clucky in that same kind of context? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, for people that grew up in Wellington, Clucky's been around a really long time and, you know, would have been something people went to visit each year at Kirkoldian Stains before it was held by Wellington Museum. And, and when Kirkoldian Stains, the department store, closed down, a lot of their collection was handed on to, to Wellington Museum. Um And so I'm kind of interested in it as, you know, yeah, as something that people have this familiar history with or, you know, remember visiting. And I love doing things like sort of deep dives into YouTube or blogs or whatever to try and find people's records of that. And there are a few videos online of, I don't know, little kids visiting Clucky or photographs of it. And it's the same with the bus stop, like the video work that was part of that show. Some of the key sort of footage was it from from it was um just people like hanging out and skateboarding in that space and so yeah kind of finding other people's connections to those objects or spaces is always interesting to me as well in general do you identify video as part of your practice or is it normally in that kind of sculptural space it's something i haven't figured out yet i i often come back to video or have sculptural things with video aspects to them but I would hesitate to call myself like a video artist or a moving image artist just because I I guess my way of making videos is is very like basic and you know I look at people who are really like making moving image work and know what they're doing and have this refined sort of craft behind their videos and I feel like I don't have that so I I don't want to try and claim that. When you do work with this kind of historical, architectural material, do you have an interest in looking into the origins of it? Like, did you at any point think about investigating Clucky? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I suppose I can't. I can't recall specifically with with Clucky. Uh, how how sort of deep I went into the history in terms of finding out who who made it or what the kind of where that that idea came from, but certainly with other things uh, like the bus exchange work uh, from camera phone, I got in touch with the architect who designed it and had a really lovely conversation with him about the space, and it was so interesting to sort of hear how he felt like it had been received and. Um, I guess the same with the the hand from the Santa. Like, uh, there's a I guess that um, the big Santa Claus has a sort of much higher profile, perhaps, than Clucky, and um, there's there's other sort of people and 
television shows and things that have investigated into it. And um, I think the guy that built it, you know, is still around or was still around. And um, yeah, it's really fascinating to kind of find out the sort of seeds of those things, I suppose. And I was also curious, just in terms of your broader practice, about the architectural elements of Clucky, because there's something about the video itself in which you're sitting in this room and maybe without the context of what Clucky is, you know, because I grew up in Wellington, I know Clucky. I went to Kirkeldian Stains to see Clucky oh, every great. Easter. <laughs> um, but you're sitting in like a closet pushing eggs out of shoot. <laughs> yeah, and my phone, I think in the video you only really see my eyebrows up because my phone was balanced on the ledge of, you know, the whatever weird construction is going on on the inside of Clucky. And behind my head, there's sort of the the back end of a plastic horse, which I never, I guess there must be a horse poking out the back of Clucky, like a little window or something. And, and there's all these signatures on the inside of it of people who were like, I was Clucky, you know, 2004 or whatever. I always wonder how, how many people have been, have been Clucky before and, I don't know if I should say, because it's a museum object, but I, I put my name in there. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to have to go and be Clucky again, do you think you'd make this video now? I think that if I was going to be Clucky now, I would probably still just be obsessed with how absurd and kind of, yeah, hokey, hokey it is on the inside. And the fact that, you know, in 2022, you can get a job where you're paid I don't know, $20 an hour or whatever to sit inside a giant chicken and lay eggs while you're listening to a sort of full volume chicken soundtrack um, and the sort of churning cogs of Clucky's head are moving. So I don't know if I would have made the same work, but I definitely would have recorded it in some way. That was Ben Jackson talking about Clucky, a video that will be showing on Wednesday night at the event Ambient Television. Uh, which is taking place uh, at 6pm at the Audio Foundation. We're going to jump into Samara Alofa's Laid Out, and we've got one more interview uh, coming up in today's show. Uh, I'll be speaking to Rachel O'Neill. 95 BFM's Art Bank.